it. What do you think? Should we do this? Yeah. So, Mike, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Yeah? Yeah. How's this week? It's good. It's good. That, it is kind of hokey when you go into that conversation, <laughs> right? All right, let's start it over. Let's start it over. <laughs> let's do this. Let's do this. All right. Welcome to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast with one simple vision, build up, become strong. Hey, welcome to another Strong Towers Podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Lara, joined again, as always, by Tom Edwards and John Ackerman. How you guys doing? Good, man. Start another week. Yeah? yeah. How, how's your weekend? Pretty good. Pretty full. Brother-in-law and sister-in-law moved to Colorado. That's right. Over the weekend, so there was a lot of activity around that, Mm -hmm. but also just a lot of emotion. I'm sure trying to deal with not having them so close anymore. So, yeah. And John, you just a big move. Yeah, we moved into a house that we can't live in yet. So that's (laughs) that's an odd period of transition to be in. Right. Yeah feel like I'm just out of college again, living in the home that I've lived in for 11 years with the amount of furniture that I had when I just moved into my first apartment. So it's like two chairs and a coffee table. And that's about the extent of my earthly possessions in the house that I'm sleeping in. So five gallon bucket as a nightstand or something like that. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. That's one of my three seat options <laughs> <laughs> for, for when you have guests over. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. One at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Please don't anybody come over right now, but <laughs> No, it's, it's good. And it was, it's funny, like Tom was just saying now it, you know, lots of activity, but also lots of emotions. Uh, cause I got home Saturday night, you know, finished off with the moving truck, took that back, went back to the house, moved some things around so that it felt like rooms and then came back to our townhouse and my wife was away for the weekend. So it was just me sitting there, which was the same way that I moved into that townhouse. Mm. It, it was just me. And I just, I felt so off. Hmm. Like I just, I could not put a finger on what I was feeling because it felt like I was feeling all kinds of things. And I think I was finally able to kind of parse it out a little bit, but it was, you know, excitement for what's to come. And then also just the, I don't know, it, it wasn't fear. It wasn't anxiety. It was just the the discomfort of the in-between Yeah. of I'm not quite where I want to be. I'm still where I don't quite want to be, but where I am right now, I at least know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where mm-hmm. I'm going to, I have no flipping clue. <laughs> right, right. Like we're moving out to five acres and I currently have a 10th of one acre. Mm. I, I don't know the first thing about land management and moving into an old house that's going to require things of me that I've never had to do. And, and all of like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving the comfort of what I haven't wanted to go to the discomfort and the unknown of what I've always wanted. And it was just this weird place of tension of, I, I don't know what to feel. Right. Yeah. It was weird. Sounds like fun though. Um, sure. <laughs> sounds like fun. <laughs> it sounds like fun. Sounds like fun for the rest of us to get to watch. Say, you right? get to watch or listen, right? I was thinking this could be another side project, right? Like yeah. instead of uh, John's notes on, on Wednesdays, recovery notes or something about how he uh, yeah. managed to, uh, Fix a ceiling uh, or a wall or exactly, something in his house. Yeah. And or just not shop, completely unglued. Shop yeah, notes. That too. Shop notes. That's there good. you go. I yeah. like that. How about you, Mike? I still feel like I'm playing catch-up. 
Yeah. And I think we've had this conversation before about always kind of playing from behind, always trying to keep up, trying to catch up, you know, trying to get more time with the boys and, you know, the clock's ticking. We're going on that final countdown with, with my wife coming through for the for third child coming here soon. And I've been away on travel a lot. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I did a, a work trip for a week and then came back to celebrate my youngest's birthday and turned around and went back out to Colorado for a couple of days to come back and all three of us or went out and, and did our thing for that for the weekend and, and enjoying some time together and, and fellowship and, and move further and it just seems yeah. like taking that time has just been much needed for myself I think that was uh, especially this last past uh, the weekend before being able to do that um, was great for for myself but at the same time come back to reality and try to uh, be dad be husband and, and yeah and try to catch up on all that so yeah it's amazing how quick all that reality slams back in right yeah when you come home from a weekend like that yeah so talking more about that weekend do you guys want to dive into that talk more about what would happen there and maybe that'll go on today's subject and what 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 is today's subject what are we talking about today we're going to do the next couple episodes on masculine friendship and what that looks like how men kind of uniquely go about that how men are kind of missing that right. in a lot of respects. And so, yeah, we, we just spent three and a half, four days in a, a cabin, semi-glamping cabin, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's be honest. I mean, um, we, we had to bring our own TV. We did have to bring our own TV, yeah, um, with, uh, with a group of nine guys, yep. all close friends of ours, hanging out and uh, enjoying time together. And we... Uh, Strong Towers actually took the three of us, took the rest of the guys through uh, Ransomed Heart's Wild at Heart Basic Boot Camp, which for those of you unfamiliar, Ransomed Heart in Colorado has, has done retreats for a while now, and they now have a do-it-at-home version for anybody that wants to lead a group of men through that. And so so we called up a bunch of our friends who we knew would take it easy on us mm. somewhat to run one of those events. And it was just a really good time with, with really good friends. Such an amazing time. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, I don't know, just something special about getting that time, you know, right. and you kind of alluded to the fact that it you have to sort of fight for that sometimes. Right. But I think it was super valuable for all the guys that were there, you yeah. know. And John, this isn't the first time you've done anything or you've done just a single Ransom Heart. You've done a couple of these events before. How did this stack up or how was this compared to – because these, these are much larger events, right? This was more of a – I mean, we called up six of our best friends and all nine of us went out to yeah. to spend some time together. So, I mean, I, and for somebody who hasn't been to one of these events in Colorado, how did how did it stack up for a better for, – for lack of a better term? I mean, there's definitely some ways where – it's just, it's such a different experience that it defies comparison here in Virginia. We've got the, the Shenandoah mm. and you know, our mountains are kind of cool, but I mean, it's not the Rockies. <laughs> it's not the Rockies. It's right? not the Rockies. Not, and when you're up at 9,000 feet struggling for breath as you're walking up a flight of stairs and wondering where it all went wrong, like that, that's just, <laughs> that's just different. And when Ransom Tart puts on these boot camps for guys, there's 450 guys from all over the world that come out for it. And, you know, they, they put you up at a ranch up in the mountains for four days. And it's, I mean, that's just, that's a different experience. And so you're surrounded by people that you pretty much don't know and you'll probably never see again. And so for four days, it's just like, well, I might as well just, you know, share with you everything. Cause what's it matter? Yeah. And so they're just, they're really cool. And 
I've thoroughly enjoyed all three of those trips that I've been able to take. But this was a lot of fun because it was the three of us and six other guys that we just really love spending time with. Mm -hmm. And we still got to be out in our mountains and did not have to fight for breath going up a flight of stairs, added bonus. Speak for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) And so just the fact that we got to, you know, have time during the day where there wasn't the potential awkwardness of initial conversations Mm -hmm. and, you know, introductory moments, but just like, Hey, I've known you for a while and this is pretty cool. And how are you doing in the context of knowing the rest of your story versus how are you doing? I know nothing about you. Right. What's the elevator speech? Right. Mm -hmm. So that I think made, I mean, I love both. I would happily continue to do both as often as I can, but there was definitely something special about doing this with a group of people that we've grown close with over Mm -hmm. time, have shared some miles with, have shared some stories with, have shared some, some heartache with, and to then share opportunities of, you know, diving deeper into our own story and our own past. And then, you know, where we're hoping to go in the future, both individually and collectively. And, and just have that next bonding moment right. mm-hmm. as a group of guys who just enjoy being together. Those are good times. Yeah. So I think all three of us would say that that has not always been our normal. No, not at all. Yeah. So Mike, why don't you talk a little bit about kind of friendship growing up and yeah, definitely. So I've always wanted to be part of the team. I think that's always been a desire for for most men, right? To be part of the you know the baseball team, the football team, and how easily sports lends itself well to to that type of mm-hmm. those bonding. But I really didn't find, I, I would say, like true friendship as far as like beyond that until I started to to join the military and kind of have those brotherhoods and you know bond through lack of a better term the the suck right like things were just not good <laughs> and we were all not doing good together at the same time and you turn to your brother and hey we're going to get through this together yeah and i think that's the hard part for me is is once i got out right to try to find that to try to find those friends and being one of the newest guys to this you know to this nine man team that we took out there i remember you know a year two years ago when my wife was kind of pushed me out the door like hey Go make friends, you know, go, <laughs> go talk to guys. And it's not, it's not as easy, you know, no, being, being at this time frame. Like I, I can't just walk up to the guy at, uh, at, at the men's breakfast and say, Hey, will you be my friend? Yeah. And that was one of the struggles I think for the, for, at least for me is to where to find these, these guys. Cause it's really easy for me to just go to, to work and Hey, let's go grab a beer after work. But a lot of times I, those are just, you know, peers or coworkers mm-hmm. that it's not that deeper relationship, right? Yeah. It's, it's that, it's that, Hey, you know, man, that, boss was really rough today kind of kind of stuff right i mean and it's not those kind of conversations that we had especially that past weekend i i realized that even the second day just how deep we went in some of these conversations and and how easy it was to go to that level with guys that i consider my brothers now right Mm -hmm. And, and even more so after that weekend yeah i mean for both of you guys i mean you guys have been part of of I wouldn't say this team for a while. Actually, I mean, you guys really pulled these guys together. Is that, maybe for you, John, is that something that you thought of when, when bringing these, these guys together initially was the way to capture that, those relationships? Absolutely. I mean, for a venture like this, you know, something that we've wanted to do for a while, I've wanted to do for a while and want to do again and again and again in the years to come. I mean, my first thought was who do we have lined up that has a similar vision? Who's, 
chasing similar dreams or has similar passions or things like that, you know, who's already teed up to want to do stuff like this or if nothing else, who's got enough emotional capital invested right? Yeah. just through Miles Log that mm-hmm. he would be like, yeah, sure. No problem. I'm coming along. Like you're, it's you. Like, I love you, man. Like, yeah. of course I'm there. Absolutely. Yeah. So we want it, right? I do think, you know, Mike, you brought up the sports and, and kind of this desire that we have to be a part of something and to, to build relationship in that way, whether it's, a, you know, in the military. I know a lot of guys find that in the military for the first time or it is through a sports team or whatever it is. But it seems like also we do struggle to find that true connection and not just the you're my happy hour friends, mm-hmm. but that that you can sit down and, and have a real conversation with a guy that does know your story, mm-hmm. knows what you're going through, knows when you're having a hard time, will come over when you're having a hard time and talk about it or, you know, come over and help you do something. It's kind of rare, I think, unfortunately. Right. And in a lot of ways, there's a big fight to get there, right? Yeah, for sure. And 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 as you're saying that, some of it also kind of strikes me as it's not just always yourself, right? I think a lot of times I look at it like, I don't want to say society kind of pins that against us to not even talk those deeper conversations. But, you know, I, I, I remember being in the army and trying to tell somebody, man, I'm, I'm really struggling right now. And the response is, you know, suck it up, dude. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> right. You know, right. what, what do you, you know, have a beer. Why, why, you know, don't tell me your sob story. And it's, it's, it's those, I guess, desires to want to have just that deeper connection with somebody. And, you know, I, I love my wife. I love being able to share so much with her, but there's something just different to being able to share that with another dude that's probably in a similar mm-hmm. time in life, somebody that's struggling. And not only that, but maybe it's just for me, but not putting that additional stress on my wife a lot of times on, on what I'm thinking, you know, and yeah. and what I'm going for, what, what I'm like, you know, I don't say seeking advice all the time. Sometimes it's just, I don't want to say shoulder to cry on, but you know what I mean? Something to have that, that additional yeah. conversation with. So it sounds like we're starting to head down a path of why is this so hard if this is something that we all want? And just in case we have to prove it to you, because I know there's probably some guys out there that are like, like you guys are a bunch of sissies. Like, I, I don't need this. Like, I'm fine. And it was funny. We were talking about this. Look at the movies that are classic guy movies. And there's probably a few that that might distort this trend. But you, you look at the the big ones that seem to have stood the test of time. You know, Lord of the Rings, Saving Private Ryan, Gladiator, Braveheart, you know, more recently Lone Survivor, the, yeah. the DC movies, the Marvel movies. It's all built on the foundation of you can't do it by yourself. Right. Yep. Right. The only way this works is if you've got, insert phrase here, a band of brothers, a select few, like your your group, your yeah. crew, your, your whatever. Like that's the only way this happens. And yet there seems to be something written so deeply in the male psyche of, you know, the lone wolf, right? Right. You're supposed to be able to do this on your own. You're supposed to be able to do this without needing anyone, without wanting anyone. You know, almost like what you were just talking about, Mike, like suck it up, buttercup. Right. Like, yeah. You're not supposed to need me to help you. Right. Right. And you're lacking something if you do. Exactly. Yeah. And yet everything that, that we love watching mm. speaks to the opposite, right? Like, you know, Rocky, he's got his corner man mm-hmm. or he's got, you know, Apollo Creed or he's got whatever, like Aragorn has this crew, Saving Private Ryan, like you've got this small intimate unit, right? Gladiator, like even you, even as you have this seemingly solitary gladiatorial figure, 
right? He's got his other gladiators in the ring. He had all of his soldiers and, you know, captains and lieutenants before. Lone Survivor, like, the name seems like it's going to lend itself towards, like, see, one guy. No, I got you. It's one guy. See, Lone. But he was part of, like, a unit. Right, right. That unfortunately all got taken out except for him. But then even his survival is based on him finding new others. Mm -hmm. Yep. That help him survive. Right. And right now, we're just, we're so absolutely fascinated with when the new Star Wars movies are coming out or, you know, when the next Marvel movie or DC movie is coming out. And like all the DC movies, they're about a single superhero, but all those superheroes need each other. Yeah. Right. right. They've stopped acting in isolation. Yep. And now we even have splits in the team, right? Where you get like, you know, Avengers Civil War, where half the team's fighting with the other half of the team. But like, it's still so team centric. It's so deeply writ in us. And yet there's something in us that goes, yeah, but you're just a sissy if you need that. Well, I'm not I'm not Captain America. Right. So. <laughs> Which is funny because that's one of my favorite Marvel movies. And even the title of the first one was The First Avenger, yeah. which lends itself to, hey, he's the first guy on the team. Well, but, and think, right? about, yeah. like, think about the rest of that storyline too, right? Right, like, yeah. The Winter Soldier and all that comes after that mm-hmm. is about him going after his best friend. Great right? point, yeah. Right? Like, See, we're not just geeking out here. Not at all. <laughs> this is valid conversation. But in reality, there's a lot that seems to be in our way in finding our own personal Bucky Barnes, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I think one thing we just came off of a couple episodes talking about work, our schedules seem to get so full with the work day and then family time and wanting to be a good husband to our wives and, you know, and all that, that like, where do I actually fit the time to develop deep relationship with guys, you know, or do I just have to give it all up and never get a chance to rest or so I think that's a that's a huge struggle that uh, you know that we have to try and figure out a way around. And I think too, I mean, for some of that, we never saw it modeled, mm-hmm. right? Right. Like I don't know how many older guys I've talked to that are still waiting, still hoping to find like that one close friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they maybe had a couple of shots at it, and you know things soured, or people moved away, or betrayal. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately, but. You know, I, I know a number of them that just like they're in their fifties, they're in their sixties, and they wish they had that that diner counter buddy, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that they could sit there with and reminisce on the last however many decades, mm-hmm. and it's just and it's not there, and so that's what we grew up with, right, right, right. And so how do you how do you do this when you never saw it? Like how do you do this when you never saw your dad and his best friend hanging yeah. out, right? And is that a generational thing? Or maybe even just a battle or soldier kind of thing? Because I, I was just thinking about that too, coming coming out of high school and just thinking about, man, these are, these are going to be my friends for life. These are the guys that yeah. I'm, I'm going to call on throughout time. And remember having those conversations with my dad telling me, I don't I don't talk to anybody from, from high school yeah. anymore. Right. Then I see videos and documentaries about, you know, the Band of Brothers and the guys from World War II that still get together right. every year to celebrate that and yep. to get together and, and be part of that. And you know, maybe call me corner, call me cheesy, but I want that, right? I want that. Hey, you know, 50 years, 60 years from now, my kid's calling you guys, you know, mm-hmm. uncle or grandpa, you know, I want that. You know what I mean? I don't and, want your kids calling me grandpa. <laughs> they might call you just, grandpa. Well, let's just put that out there. Tio, Tio, maybe Tio. Um, I'm, I'm okay with Tio. Yeah. 
No, but I and I think that's I think you're going back to even even that work versus work thing that we talked about, right? That yeah. I'm being able to structure that and yeah. being able to say, hey, here's here's the things that we need, the different levels, right? God, self, what, is, what was it, the wife, children, mm-hmm. and then that and then f- the, yeah, fighting like kings, kings, right? Yeah. But there's so much time that's being pulled for everything else that a lot of times, like, I mean, we meet every Tuesday with with our group, and I struggle sometimes to even want to pull myself off the couch and just say, hey. Yeah. I've been working. It's only Tuesday, but man, those two days were hard, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah. I want to just, you know, pull up next to my wife and spend half an hour deciding on what we're going to watch on Netflix and, <laughs> and, and, and relaxing on the couch because it's easier. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's the, that's the hard part, right? Is it's easier not to make, not to invest yourself in these relationships. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what, one of the things that I struggle with is just, I'm already putting so many, so much of myself out there for, for my kids and for my wife and for work. That I just don't know if I have enough to right. to give to anybody else, right? Yeah. Well, and I think it's easy for us, and particularly for guys, to be willing to put ourselves last. Not yeah. to say that in some kind of men are amazing way, but if stuff needs to happen, then things that I'm going to do for myself, they're going to be on the back burner, uh, and I'm not going to try and take care of, of them until everything else is done. And so with that thought in mind, we're actually going to hit pause on this conversation right here. Uh, as Tom has just said, as guys, we're, we're so prone to putting ourselves last. We're so prone to not taking care of the things that deep down we know that we really want and, and sacrificing for others, uh, sometimes out of the purest intentions. And sometimes, if we're being honest, it's more like avoidance. But it would be really easy to just put another five minutes on this conversation, tie it up in a knot. And call it good. Hey, we talked about friendship, this thing we really want, but life's hard, so we're going to move on. And as Mike so eloquently put it, we're just going to suck it up, Buttercup. But we've realized as we've started down this path of conversation, there's just a lot here. Just as the three of us have been talking, we've realized there's a lot more here that we want to discuss. So we're going to hit pause right now. We're going to come back next week with part two of this. And as promised a couple of episodes ago, we're going to bring some other voices into this as well. Uh, So after next week, uh, as the three of us kind of continue with part two of this, the following conversation is actually going to include a good friend of ours, Brian. And we're going to bring him in to talk about what it's looked like to pursue masculine friendship in his life, how he's seen it play out both in his profession, uh, in his community, just kind of over the years and the miles that he's walked. Because like we said, here at Strong Towers, what we're really about is the community, sharing the story so that it's not just the three of us sitting around mics all the time. So with that, this has been John, Tom, and Mike. Thank you guys for joining us. We're, we're just we're so grateful that the stories that we're sharing are resonating, and we can tell because people keep listening to it. But honestly, what would be most helpful for us is to engage in the conversation with us. So head over to strong-towers.com, shoot us a comment, shoot us an email, uh, DM us on Instagram. You know, connect with us and share your story uh, as we head into this conversation about friendship. Man, share share your story. What's been hard? What's been good? If you found the secret to success, I know you may be holding it to write that million dollar book. But uh, if you could just maybe share the first chapter with us, that just for purely selfish reasons, we'd love to have it for ourselves. But again, thank you for being on this journey with us. We'll catch you next time. Mm-hmm.